uh, the gift of attention. So making attention into something that we offer, we give attention. So the basic capacities to give and uh, how helpful it is when one receives open and kindly attention. So this is what we can give. Nothing can prevent us from giving that. That's the sense of the beauty that's available. Like you're moving into what's here rather than speculating about it or we start with that gesture the gesture itself helps to ameliorate whatever arises because it's uh, there isn't the uh, resistances or the um, sluggishness or the grasping the soft opening to the to what arises here mm. Attention needs to find an, an object, something to give itself to. First, we just uh, cultivate that that free offering gesture, and what's really uh, useful what's really helpful, what's a fruitful thing to give attention to. Mm. This is uh, something to make a choice about. Not to necessarily rush into, but the sense of silence, quality of goodwill, it's even just reflecting a little on the mental attitudes and attributes, then coming into body for some steadying ground.
so as we make contact with what's uh, steady in ground, the mind picks up the quality of steadiness, steady in quality. So it's feeling in your lower back, your legs, contact, very simple, um, immediate contact. Or impact, impact impression, or impact contact, which is the first kind, and then there's what your mind makes out of that. It's called designation. It finds it interesting or pleasing or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're looking just for all making a clear reference to something that your mind can place itself on and then designations these are mental psychological activities whether we enjoy whether we feel uh, not very clear And so various kinds of activities happen, sankharas arise at the place of contact. But if we <coughs> maintain the sense of openness and, and goodwill towards, it certainly lets a lot of the psychological unsteadiness dissolve because we're not looking for anything that special or fantastic or refined, just something simple to steady. I'm feeling calm by that, reassured, just that, that simplicity, availability, simplicity, access, all these help to reassure the mind. So the sankharas, the activities, the formations of trying and restlessness and uncertainty, they don't have to blur our attention. the whole thing get more comfortable looking at it looking at that holistically which doesn't mean just how does your body get more comfortable but that's part of it but how does your the whole sense of that of being with that your attitude your attention your confidence your how does it all the sleepiness or whatever how does the whole bit of the object and the subject get more comfortable. What can we do with that attitude to make it more comfortable? Soft. Patient.
adjusting your attention to so that you're framing up something that your mind can do can be with at this time it's not floundering or struggling and the quality of persistence just uh, gently working at it returning placing, settling, listening returning Placing, settling, listening. You know, it's this kind of uh, something even in the act of paying attention that's got a comforting quality of just gently sweeping the floor. You know, it's that sense, not a frantic hurry up, got to get this done, but just the quality of lifting and placing attention and settling it. As you listen in, as you tune in, how does your body get more steady? Just uh, tiny adjustments in the shoulders or in your face. In the way your lower back arranges itself. How your hands are, just checking out the whole thing. with a certain eye for detail that's not picky, but uh, caring. Gently rearranging the form aggregate. Moderating contact. So your contact is uh, quiet, you're soft, it's steady, it's not jumping around but steady, making contact, steady, contact that's uh, listening, attentive.
and as you become more comfortable or more used to being with this form, this bodily form, can you allow nature, body nature to express itself through breathing, just uh, how the body energy expresses itself this rhythmic way just looking for something a sense of something rhythmic coming to you the body responding to your attention giving something back like you're making the offerings opening up the body is sort of well saying well here's this here's this rhythmic experience that you don't have to make or do it's an offering from the body and that relationship between the mind and the body is this nature then it's not you don't say oh, I don't like your offerings give me another one I'll just receive this however sort of subtle or soft it is just a quiet rhythmic quality the rhythm itself is the, the contact impression of that is calming because it's uh, you don't have to do it, make it and just that changing of energy breathing in, breathing out as a refreshing and soothing quality to it. Maybe the body's offering disagreeable feelings, <coughs> not very uh, easy breathing or physical discomfort. Mm. Still, we remain open to that. There's a sense of uh, kindness, sympathy. Body's experiencing this now. And it, the activations around that, could they be relaxed a little? It's nobody's fault. There's no 
mal- no malice in feeling. It's just feeling, doing what feeling does. It feels. It's the feeling aggregate. It's not really the body, it's the feeling. That we associate the two. Is the feeling in your body or is it in your mind? Mm-hmm. Feeling is in feeling. You can tune into the more fundamental quality of body, presence, here-ness, rhythmic breathing process, and place that on any feeling that occurs. So if you're not disconnecting, not shunning, but uh, breathing into, letting your breath flow into what's felt, your attention soften, widening to what's being felt. We're not trying to change feeling, but the thing we do have some say over is Sankara, activations, activities, formations, programs, what, we, what gets made out of feeling and contact. We can change the way we contact. And that gives us some release from feeling. Some space around feeling. This is possible. <clears throat> to not feel is not possible, but to only have pleasant feelings is not possible. But uh, release from feeling is possible. So this is how things get more still. Stilling refers to lessening the activities, lessening the activations around contact. If it's pleasant, let it be that way. Unpleasant, let it be that way. So the release from Sankara, even a little bit of release from a little bit of it, this is possible.
And just consider the uh, noting the places at the ending, the out-breath, the in-breath, the flow of it, how in Sankara, the Kaya Sankara, the bodily energy, the thing that gets breathing going, is it pulling too hard? It is involuntary um, effects. Partly through just through conditioning of being in a hurry or not really knowing the ease of breathing. So we operate most of the time with our bodies compressed or hurrying around. You don't really familiarize with the ease of the full breath. So it tends to be grabbed. You grab breathing in and you drop breathing out. You get to the end of the in-breath. We don't really complete the in-breath. We drop. We're in a hurry. You don't wait for the in-breath to begin. We grab, pull. It's a reflex. It's built in. So that reflex will adjust. And it has um, ramifications on our immediate sense of ease and comfort. And also just on our psychology of grabbing and dropping, of being in a hurry, of generating time of some thing that lives with inside us and pushes us around. So the end of the breath, time pauses, opens, stills. Time is a red is just the experience of movement, inner movement. When the movement stops, time stops. Movement may be physical, psychological, emotional. When the movements slow down, time softens, we experience space. Releasing from time. You work with the reflex. Can we give ourselves a little bit longer at the end of the in-breath? Like hovering, like a bird floating on a thermal and hovering. Feeling the full and final suffusion, tingle of breathing soften and disappear. Relaxing your skin, the eyes, the temples. And feeling when the things begin by themselves, a 
gradual and uh, graceful descending breath like water and letting the abdomen fully open way down into the base of the abdomen, the pelvic floor right down into, into your seat so everything is widening and opening to like uh, to receive the fullness of the outbreath. It's, it's a warming effect mm. and waiting see if there'll be another in-breath seeing if that will come when it comes and the slow lifting and just uh, working with the reflex of pulling mm. certainly helps if your back is drawn in so the abdomen is completely open you don't get the the diaphragm then is uh, more relaxed uh, you're leaning slightly even slightly on the diaphragm or tension in the sides of your body is pulling the diaphragm tight then the in-breath is not soft and relaxed So it's give attention to the sides of your body from underarm on down, the ribs, down your back. And that be gently poised so it's not tight or holding, it's flexible. Diaphragm is attached, physically attached to the tissues in the back, and so how your back is affects the diaphragm. Diaphragm affects the belly, affects the breathing. So important to pay attention how the whole thing works. So it should be no pull. like something swelling slowly so when your body experiences this movement of breathing sometimes it hurries up and wants to drag more in take your time tell your chest to relax let, let it the breathe, breathing move in its own way If you relax across your chest, across the front of the chest, around the sides of the body, the breathing will fill that. And you don't have to, the reflex of pulling, not enough. 
in a hurry. Uh, the time reflex and the pressure reflex that we have to really challenge. Meditation, really, you know, there's nothing to do. There's nothing to get to. It's just uh, more care and attention into a natural process, undoing. around the mouth, the throat, the lower, the root of the tongue, floor of the mouth, coming up, contemplating these areas. So these can be spacious. Even behind the, the nose, there can be the pull behind your eyes and nose, something still trying to drag in, get its quota. Feel it has to do something. And taking a time to calm, allay that reflex. You get more of a sunrise effect than a switching on the light. Letting the energy travel, descending, breathing, breathing out through the nerves, the sides of the face, the neck, 
down the arms into the fingers You can see how it works, you can really use breathing once it's become malleable, soft, it's no longer pulled and dragged and agitated. You can feel the impressions of that energy breathing into your hands, hands become soft and sponge-like. And, uh, warm just breathing anywhere sending it where you feel stale or cold or hard so you can change your body change the form something more released from stress Tightness in your head, soreness around your eyes, just breathing through. Once you get the true, the true breathing or the natural breathing becomes a, a medicine, a balm. You can apply for. healing
So just coming onto one leg, the left leg, bend the knee, and uh, try to just lift your right leg as much as you can, just from the hip. See if that entire leg is dead. You've got to kind of lift it from the hip. So bend your bend your left knee. Maybe you can't lift it just more than an inch. Even it's not very far. And just operating the hip joint. And if you do so, continually loosening the tendons, a sense of how that leg is, just if it is just a, you know, like the sleeve of a sweater that's got nothing in it. Mm. Using the hip to flick it around. Same with the other leg. a little bit so using your active leg to raise your body if you have enough strength and balance in that leg to let the other side be loose circle in the, in the ground with your empty leg if you're just if you're operating from the hip 
turning. So you don't have to worry too much about balance. Pull your leg back. So, similar thing now this time, use your hip and your thigh, your thigh muscle, so you can draw the leg up. Keep, try to keep everything the, the knee on down, see if you can keep that loose. So, the hip and the thigh. foot off the end of the leg. It's like you're throwing a sock off, trying to flick a sock off your leg. reflex that we know the body knows very well is how to tighten up but how to loosen up it doesn't need some encouragement with because the whole tendency of of our bodily life is to activate (coughs) and all the psychological messages that come with that so learning to deactivate you know takes some attention to details how the body is held by reflex not by conscious design anymore but it's it's tipped over into a reflex pattern you don't really know because it's so habitual you don't you know it doesn't know anything else hmm? it's so important to uh, establish the legs. Things we we lose legs and get wheels instead. 
get a set of wheels fitted at the age of three. <laughs> but this isn't about tightening strength, you know, strengthening your legs through tightening them up, but strengthening the contact it make it more fulfilled. So the quality of contact of standing is actually rather pleasant. It's not a kind of hanging around waiting for something to happen where you're tensed up or having to stand stiff and st- still as if you've been punished. <laughs> you know, it's actually a pleasant feeling of lovely connection to the ground, which is fluid and steadying. Because if all the legs wake up, then that's, that's the experience. Yeah, yeah. If only one bit of the leg is operating, you know, your knees, for example, or, or just uh, then it feels unpleasant. Yeah, it feels you're kind of held here, or having to hold on, or something. The entirety of the leg is activated, woken up. Every standing is a feeling of sort of quiet dignity and. Uh, suppleness and connectedness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just kind of pl- play play with it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Ankles, all those amazing flexions, your knee, ankles, toes, knees, hips and kinds of moves that can, they can make. Yeah. Let's try just it's coming into this area here, the sacrum, the hip region. Okay, you can tuck that in, can't you? You can pull the tail under. When you do that, you get some sense. I get a sense of stretching here. Can I do that without tightening up sides of my body? In fact, doing just the opposite. Bending, stretching here, and widening the body. See, everything in the body is then sympathetic to that flexing. So, operating the body as a unity where things sympathize so this is where integration begins in the body where we've often disintegrated. Mm-hmm. And signal, see the signal here is everything is connected. So the signal of everything is holding over, everything is opening up. And the sense of a cohesive body is pleasant, you know. So this is a pleasure that's not born out of external contact with something else, but of the internal contact, if you like, the fundamental impression of a flexing, integrated body. And naturally, you know, we bring our attention and sensitivity to that, then that carries a message to the Mm heart-mind.
Mm-hmm. <coughs> Let's do the practice of the waterfall. So, drawing one leg back, look down, 45 degrees, back leg is 45 degrees to the, ang- to the line of the front leg, mm-hmm. and uh, seeing as you bend that leg, what does it take? So when you bend that leg, what does it take to get a uh, pleasant stretch running up the back of the front leg? What kind of stance do you need? If you want to do a little bit of stretching with that. Yeah, so you feel the edge of the stretch. And depending how stretchy your tendons are, that may not be very far, or it might be longer if you're that's fairly loose and stretched. So finding what's the right uh, stride for you at this time, time of day. And so also as we come to the stretch we can also feel that your weight is transferring to the back leg. operate the body through the back leg. Mm-hmm. And taking that sense of the, the back leg from the calf, the thigh, the hip into the lower back. Yeah. So as we come down, first of all the first connection is that from the knee down to the to the ankle push down, feel the thigh pushing down, pushing down, as it begins, that leg, back leg begins to straighten, the back, the downward push is becoming more complete, and now there's the upward effect of that push, transferring from the thigh through the buttocks into the hip, into this lower back. You're gently using the movement of the push to come into the small of your back. These don't have to be big movements. It's more the feeling, feeling of of the extension. So as the back leg straightens, then the effect of that muscle stretching comes in, pushing comes into your back, and just letting your front of your body open up.
Okay, let's just switch legs so they don't get too sore. Okay, now it's time to make a little more attention to turning the hips so you hold your body is, is over that direction of the front leg. That affects your ankle. That will affect the ankle of the back leg, isn't it? So if you like that, if you're your body is in line with the back leg and you don't get much flexion in your ankle. If it turns round to over the front leg, you come back, you get more effect in the ankle of the back leg. Yeah? Coming down. Maybe breathing in, pushing the foot down into the ground. Feeling the completeness of the foot, the ankle, the calf, the thigh. Breathing in, so the entire back leg coming into play from the foot, the toes on up to the hip, into your back. Breathing in, completing the in breath by falling upwards and remember up but not back, and just up to the still point, the balance point. Yeah. And you're breathing out, trailing the fingers down like a waterfall, running over the contour of the body and down the front leg. Breathing in, just coming to the still point, the balance point, don't tip back. And trailing down, breathing out. your front leg doesn't bend, just the back leg. <coughs> As I was saying with the breathing, remember it's that completion of the inhalation, you want to not hurry to breathe out. But Come to the long extended pause, experiencing balance and stillness and then the slow descent, breathing out. Switch legs again. 
back to the other side. <coughs> end of the in-breath and let's get some of the hands let's turn the hands into water feel it's like to have a soft water running like a shower down your body Good, let's come into completion with that. So, of course, with all these things, it takes time for t- tissues to stretch, tendons to lengthen, tissues to stretch, and find your way with that. Work within the range of enjoyment. show you again the the movement that stretches or length tendons back of the arm through to the shoulder so imagine you have like a rubber band from one fingertip across the surface of the arm across the back reaching down to the other fingertip yeah like a wide rubber band yeah? and your fingers are attached to the ends of that curl Curl the little finger in, widening your back. Yeah, because that rubber band's going to pull your back, pull your shoulders apart. Turn your fingers in, one at a time. Little finger, ring, middle finger, index. Index finger comes back and uh, space between the two joints rests on the thumb tip. And it curls round and that index finger points <coughs> to the joint where your arm enters your body does so as the shoulders being pulled wide pulled wide apart also you get flexion in the spine between the shoulders and so your neck comes over so this, this area here between the neck and the middle of the back. That can do that, can't it? It can move forward, it can move back. 
and we want to operate here rather than rather than here, rather than around your neck. You want to keep your neck as loose as possible. It takes this area gets immensely stressed. But transferring the flexion to another uh, section of the body helps this neck area to to take a break. Yeah. Uh, break your neck. <laughs> yeah. So remember that gesture is the out breath. So as we breathe out, we let the head roll forward, feeling held, feeling being held by the centre of the back. Yeah. So if you can, feeling a trust, letting your head. Roll forward, feeling, being held by the midpoint between your shoulder blades. So loosen your jaw. And your head comes turning forwards, breathing out. <coughs> okay, now as we're doing this. Uh, whole body in sympathy so as we're breathing out widening the shoulders also the entire back turns so you're turning um, folding in the hips the knees down to the feet so everything is participating in that yep. and your elbows come forward coming all the way down into your feet again. So you widen from the face all the way down to the feet and then everything turning over, breathing. Breathing in, widening. we get a sense of the entirety of the body and the felt entirety of it and obviously there are places in your body that are moving fingers and so on there are places that receive the most immediate impact of the stretch your shoulders and your legs but also referring to the sides of the body yeah so that entire you know, sense of what's around your body can also expand and your face (laughs) 
So last one of these. Feel yourself as you're coming up to breathing in, widening, letting your arms come all the way out. Trailing out on the width of the out breath. Drawing you back in, letting your arms come all the way out as if they're drifting off in opposite directions and opening the face, the throat, the chest. dropping down through the abdomen, so letting your out-breath, you know, let your abdomen drop as if you're, as if you're dangling. And then gathering it in. Slowly, as if <coughs> as if a ball is beginning to form, rather like a cloud, quite wide mm. and soft at first. And almost giving it its own time, so we're not rushing in, but uh, how would that cloud form <coughs> into a ball? How big would it be? How big does it feel it comfortable in being? So you can just get around it. Just bend your knees a little and incline towards the backs of the feet. Just a just an inclination, hardly a move, but almost just drawing attention to the towards the backs of your feet. And to sitting, about to sit. Letting the abdomen rest in the cradle of the hips, not pushing it forward. 
just uh, using the tension to warm yourself up, expand the sense of tension rather than contracting around it. So you can derive the warming effect. Contemplate the warming effect. draw everything in. So returning, consciously returning to center and drawing everything back as you feel your form of your body changes. senses in the arms and the (coughs) trunk change maybe the and returning to breathing If you can sense the um, breathing as a like a body within you, a small ball body, mm. using it like a sponge, moving around the inner surfaces of the torso. If you're sponging around inside your, your chest, diaphragm up to your throat even up into your head. That makes sense. Conclude by lengthening your attention down to your feet so you finish with the entirety of the body standing, letting the forms subside. <coughs> 